Uh-oh, Father's Day is right around the corner and you haven't gotten your dad anything yet. Don't worry, that's where the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, comes in. You and I both know he needs some serious grooming in his life. So grab your dad the Performance Package 4.0 and he'll thank you for helping him tame his beast. It's a win-win situation for both mom and dad. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code RINKRAT, that is R-I-N-K-R-A-T, for 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code RINKRAT. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. Are right, recording? Welcome everyone to the RINKRAT Report podcast. Joined today by Jamie Phillips, former pro goaltender, goalie coach of the Michigan Tech Huskies, host of the podcast Goalie Science, and owner of EGM, the Elite Goalie Method. Jamie, thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. So today we're going to be talking about a goalie technique called the RVH or the reverse V hybrid. And we're going to be talking, we're going to be telling everyone what it's about when goalies are typically supposed to use it and how a player can take advantage of a goalie. That's not using RVH properly. So I've been following Jamie's stuff for a year, uh, for about a year or so now. And I think he's got a wealth of knowledge in this and will help kind of skaters learn what it is and how they can kind of take advantage of it. So I'll get, let's get right into it. Jamie, what is the RVH? Yeah. So the RVH is reverse vertical horizontal. And this stemmed after another save called the VH, which was the vertical horizontal. So essentially the VH was the inside pad or the pad closest to the post was up. And then the nether pad was down. Now those legs have switched. So essentially the RVH is a way for the goalie to seal the short side of the net as best as possible, while also allowing for the most amount of mobility off that post. The problem with the VH and why it kind of died out, and we'll actually see in one of the clips, is it's really easy to get locked in the VH position and not be able to move, where in the RVH, you can use that post as leverage while still being able to seal that short side. Yes, and when I was coming up, it's funny you mentioned you get locked in because it was literally called the leg lock. So... (laughs) Makes sense there, and yeah, the clip that the clip that I uh, we have coming up really does a great job of showing uh, that. And so, when should goalies use the RVH? So this is where the all the argument and debate stems, and you'll see like whenever there is a goal on this, everyone on the internet and their grandparents will complain about the RVH and how it's some sort of flawed thing and. It needs to change. But so my opinion of it is it's not the save itself. I think the RVH is a very good save selection. Often the execution of it is typically the problem, whether it was improper execution or improper timing or play reading. Now, I have a rule that I like my goalies to follow. It's called the golden triangle. So if you're a goalie or even if you're a player and you're not sure what that is, I have it somewhere on my Instagram. I made it like a 90 second video. And it just explains that since the purpose of the RVH is to seal the short side of the post, where is the puck position when the short side is almost or all the available net? And that's typically when the puck is on the goal line below the bottom of the circle. Anything outside kind of that bottom of the circle area, the puck 
you could prop you can make a read the puck's mm -hmm. further away so mm -hmm. you can either step off or you can go enter in the rvh you have time then when the puck gets to like right at the bottom or kind of like the apex of the circle it would be a position where you no longer really have time to react to it. So you have to enter more of a blocking position to seal that short side. So for me, anything within this triangle, and when we when we pull up the video, I'll draw a triangle and kind of explain it. It's just because if the purpose is to seal the short side, that's usually when that's the only side available. If there, the puck is outside that triangle and you have more far side than that available, in my opinion, there are better saves that you can use as long as your reads go well. Exactly. And actually, this is a Leafs podcast. So we have to mention Matt Murray, I find, is a guy that talks at the blue line and this guy's still sitting in RPH. I don't know how he didn't give up any goals where it was like just a shot from the blue line with him in that position, but he managed, he takes up a lot of nets. So he has that. Yeah, it's it's him. funny because there's actually, uh, well, there's two things. There's, uh, is there a clip of... There's a couple Matt a, Murray's. A yeah, is yeah. there a Vancouver clip? I, I honestly, I like to watch all these clips blind. I previewed the Allmark one, but I like to like go into it just like fresh without any like preconceived oh, notions. Yeah. But with Murray, they're actually, uh, I, it was, I don't know if it was for my Patreon or not, but I broke down a bunch of goals and he was giving up RVH goals because he was entering it when the puck was around the hash, like, uh, but oh, basically okay. as high as the hash mark. And he was just getting exposed on the far side. And the thing is, it's, it's a really, I don't want to say lazy but it's an easy save to enter. You, there's a shot, maybe you make the save, there are rebounds there. It's easy to slide into the post. Mm -hmm. It's just easy, it's comfortable. It doesn't take it doesn't take too much work. Whereas getting up and recovering takes a little bit extra energy. For me, I think the juice is worth the squeeze where it just comes up. You can be on your feet, you're in better position and you're more mobile. You can move in many more directions rather than being limited to being able to either hold your post or push off the post. And so that's that's where I, my my belief is. I mean, other people are going to argue. I know Ian Clark in Vancouver, I disagree quite a bit with his style. Uh, I know he he likes his goalies as soon as the puck enters a certain area. I think it's as soon as the puck gets the hash marks, he wants his guys down into it. For me, I don't like it. I don't like to see the game in black and white. I like to keep it as dynamic as possible. And I want my goalies. I'd rather train the ability to read and understand the play and understand a situation. And when you have to use what save and when, rather than being like, okay, as soon as the puck comes here, now you have to do this. Now you have to do that. Because then you stop kind of thinking the game and you, you, I don't want to say you come robotic because I think that term has kind of lost all meaning, but you are, you are making the first move and you're kind of, you might get caught making the wrong move is kind of how I would say it. Exactly. And you, you mentioned like, oh, it's like a, a lazy thing to get into, but when you're moving around in the RVH, like your legs are on fire. You would know that too. Like it's uh, mm -hmm. it can be pretty taxing on the legs there, but I do know what you mean. It takes a lot. It's a kind of like an awkward movement to get out of because you're trained to pucks in the right corner. You're getting up with your left leg. So you have power to push towards the right. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas in the RVH, you're, leg is down and you got to kind of make an extra little movement to get out of it um but anyways so i think that covers what is the rvh when should the goalie be in the rvh the advantage the advantages of the rvh shall we get into the clips that we have i haven't watched this one i like to go in completely blind so let's just watch it and see it through okay for everyone listening on audio, it's the Wyatt Johnson backhand shelf show on Philip Grubauer uh, in game seven, I believe it was. Yeah. So before we begin, so let me draw out my golden triangle just so that everyone can kind of get a visual. So it's here. 
the goal line in this area. So anytime the puck is in this um, kind of in this triangle area, the short side of the net is basically the only available part. Anytime a guy shoots eight, aiming for for Grubauer, the blocker side post, the far side post, it's probably going to go wide or it's going to have to go through the goalie's body. So as that puck approaches, so I think, so this one's a tough one because it's mm -hmm. inside that range. Now for me, what I don't like is he pulls his shoulder off the post mm. rather than sealing that short side. And the problem is, is because it's, uh, it's on the, the backhand. And as mm -hmm. soon as the puck's on the backhand, it's very hard to read. Yeah. Um, and because as a guy on his backhand, so as a righty, he has the option to fake and have a quick wraparound. So that overlap, if Grubauer chose to do an overlap and got stuck here, mm -hmm. it is a difficult transition. Now, I think the RVH in my mind is the right save selection. I think the execution wasn't good because he popped off that post. Now, mm -hmm. as that puck is released from right here, there really isn't much far side. No. So I wouldn't worry about that. One thing, sometimes you'll see guys like Bobrovsky, uh, Vasilevsky, a lot of the Russian goalies, they like to have an active hand in the RVH. So that glove kind of covers over and seals that puck. Oh, okay. uh, sorry, seals the upper part of the net. I like that. Not it's it is a very tough skill to learn, but for me, it's just as that puck comes, you can see that Grubauer pulls himself off that post, and him being a short goalie to begin with, short as in yeah. six feet, so relative <laughs> to his peers, uh, it just opens up that net. But for me, that RVH is the right, the right, uh, the right choice on that one. Exactly. Yeah, and it's I guess like it makes it more difficult for Grubauer in this position because why Johnson does give himself a couple of options there. And mm -hmm. it, it is a fantastic finish when you look at it, yeah. like a backhand in motion like that straight underneath the bar. Like, mm -hmm. but essentially what the player could be looking for there um, would be like, once the goalie goes into the RVH, how much of that upper short side are they giving you? Yeah. Uh, if they don't go into the RVH, then as you mentioned earlier, that could be a good opportunity to give it a little wraparound there. So couple things think, too yeah. yeah and as we as we watch it i do think grubauer was say, like reading rap mm. as a righty on that side that's a hard shot to get oh, up yeah. like that's a fantastic shot so you can see that grubauer positions his chest more upright mm. than towards the ceiling the short side yeah. getting his foot in position to seal the far post mm -hmm. so you know obviously you have to talk to him to see how he read it but for me I think he might have been anticipating that wrap because to be honest, the wrap is the easier play yeah. or a wrap and pass as a righty coming down the, the right side. That's the easier play. Exactly. Yeah. 20 year old kid put in a game yeah. seven, putting it straight under the bar like that. What a goal. I think we've broken down this one pretty good though. And the options on it too. Uh, let's yeah. get into uh, the William Nylander game tying goal from game mm. five. I, again, this is another play where, it looks like it's from a weaker kind of angle, but I really like what William Nylander did on this play. What do you see here, Jamie? I remember watching this live and I couldn't get like a great read on it. So this is, I'm surprised Bobrovsky didn't have an active hand on this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he just didn't expect the shot coming. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I think he didn't expect it. No. Um, he also on this one, let's see, where does his foot end up? Might've missed the post a little bit there too. Either that, or it looks like he goes skate on post. Now, oh. 
Borowski, I've noticed a lot. He he doesn't go skate and post as much as he used to. The thing is, is and I've also made another video about this. And when you go skate on post, it's about four, around three to four inches more. You have to lean to seal the ice rather than getting a lock on your toe. And that's just, those are three to four inches that you can't really afford to give. And because mm -hmm. of that, and because of the way that, I mean, I guess, look, the way the save was executed, he definitely was not expecting that shot. Shoulders are coming down. He wasn't ready. So for me, again, it's just like he wasn't ready for that shot or he didn't expect it to come mm -hmm. that quickly. And he just got caught behind the play. Yeah. And if you back it up just a hair there, I mean, look at Nylander's body position too on this one. Like it was, he he completely faked out Bobrovsky on this. Similar mm -hmm. to the Wyatt Johnson one, this looks like it's going to be a wraparound. Like the yeah. way that his body positions, he's not showing shot at all. So as a result, Bobrovsky doesn't read it as a shot. He reads that as more of a wrap. And so he gives up that upper short side of the net. Again, this is mm -hmm. a very good shot because like, you know, your Tuesday men's league buddy's not going to be able to complete this. Um, but again, the element of what am I going to do, not tipping your hand and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of catching the goalie off guard by that. That's, uh, that's what really makes this, uh, pretty talented play by Nylander from a, a very low percentage angle. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And like going with my golden triangle rule, it's hard because he's just, he's starting to enter the triangle, mm -hmm. but if you follow that rule, he's still kind of outside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning yeah. for me, it's like an, an like if that shot is released from there, an mm -hmm. overlap or just a butterfly is like a perfect save. Yeah. But since he's coming in so much motion, he also is getting caught in transition. And that is a really tough thing to do. So mm -hmm. I work a lot on just overlap. So foot outside the post, being able to enter the RVH as seamlessly as possible. And this was just kind of a perfect storm of Roski not really expecting it, him going skate on post and getting caught in transition unfortunately added up at just a you know tough time of the game mm -hmm. to for florida to tie it up or sorry for toronto to tie it up yeah especially he played awesome that game there yeah. too but yeah i think we we got that one covered pretty well okay so this was the game five second tampa bay goal from my uh michaelis acement what do you kind of see here on this one i i uh it was a bit of a weaker one i will say for, for yes. on samsonov but uh what do you see here on this one uh, I just see a missed edge, nothing mm -hmm. crazy. So everything I position. So we have a lefty coming down. So a lefty really has the most amount of net on the short side. Mm -hmm. um, so Samsonov's doing a good job. He's got his foot outside the post. He's got an overlap. Um, puck's high. That puck gets released pretty high. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is he hits, he catches his heel on the post. Okay. And that's it. So that it was just either bad, you know, just a bad luck or it was poor execution of the overlap into RVH, but he ends up getting caught in the post actually before that puck's even released, mm -hmm. loses his balance, oh. and he gets beat. So that's just a mistake by him, mm -hmm. and it's just getting caught in the post. And so, again, like, you'll see people, like, someone complain about something, but it was just, it happens. It's like it's like a player catching his edge when they're trying to pivot when they're on the blue line. It's exactly. just bad luck. It's just bad luck on this case. He catches his post. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay yeah so this this wasn't anything of a special shot this is a yeah. creator rebound kind of shot yeah i don't even know if he saw him catching his edge this is just trying to pop it mm -hmm. and it just he got lucky that samson caught caught the post 
Yeah. In plays like this where the goalie is doing a going from overlap, so within his stance, mm-hmm. and they're going, they're transitioning into the RVH, what would you say a player should look for to be able to kind of take advantage of the goalie in that position? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, like I, I feel like I'm refer- always I always refer to my Instagram videos just because I make so many of them trying to explain a lot of these concepts. They're good, they're but, very good. Well, I appreciate I really that. Like so them. the one thing, so like I said before. My goal when teaching this is to make the transition as seamless as possible, meaning mm-hmm. we're exposing as little of the short side as we can to enter. If you're a player and you're getting to this area and you start to see the goalie go down, be aware that you're going to have a little bit of room just under the bar available. But also take note if the goalie's first motion is kind of towards the middle of the crease and then back. So for me, that's a sign of a goalie that. I wouldn't say a weak skater, but there's some deficiencies in his ability Mm -hmm. to enter the post because he has to move towards the middle in order to create that separation from his, uh, I guess on this side, the blocker leg and that post just to be able to enter. Now, a really good goalie will be able to have a little bit of backwards momentum and have just a miniature C cut while still keeping their shoulder almost flush to the post and then being able to seal that short side. Reese right back in for Toronto. His backhand are knocked down by Gun. And so that's, if I'm a player, that's what I'm looking for, is to get into a position where this goalie all of a sudden pushes back. Quick shot, you might get your, at the very worst, you're going to catch him in a position where he's not able to really control his rebound, and now he's going to scramble. And at the very best, you're going to be able to score. Okay, yeah, that is a... That is a very good point. I have seen the videos where it was uh, someone was trying to show Thatcher Demko and they're like, wow, like look at him practicing here. And you made a video. You're like, why is he, why is he moving away from the net and then into the post? It should be all one motion there. So I yeah, that, that, was- that, that was one of my first videos that people like came, no, it came after me, but like, there was a lot of like, oh, he's an NHL goalie. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I know, man. I don't, I don't care what Thatcher Demko does. I don't, <laughs> I don't coach him. I care what my goalies do. And, um, yeah, that that was the one. And a few actually like NHL guys uh, reached out to me and they were were talking about it. And, um, yeah. And so we actually all ended up agreeing. It was just there was no play. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is whenever that puck, like in a situation like this, if a goalie ends up in their butterfly outside the post mm-hmm. and that puck's on the short side, my mind is you have to seal the bottom of the ice and seal the short side because that's the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. You can't allow that puck to bounce off you or get shot off your back into the net. If that player decides to pick that puck up and wrap around, you can deal with it because you mm-hmm. now have a little bit more time. But for me, the bad goal in this situation is that bounce uh, ricochet off the body. Whereas I'd rather a goalie give up this wrap around or this yeah. wrap out and pass than one off his butt into the net. And that's yeah. just my philosophy on it. Other people might argue differently, but that's the way that I see it. And yeah. that's kind of how I coach and whether that's right or wrong, that's just kind of in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, and you can see, uh, I think it's Giordano does have the far post covered. And it was actually interesting to note after this goal uh, that Samsonov started to do the VH or the traditional leg lock in game six a ton as opposed Mm. to the RVH in this position. I guess it was like if he's playing on the Anaheim Ducks, not to slander the Ducks, but a weak defensive team, maybe he doesn't do that. But he was playing on the Leafs. The Leafs were pretty good locking down on defense in the playoffs there. So and he made a couple big saves in the VH in that position. So 
if you, I guess if you're not comfortable, if you have that sort of, you know, hesitation in the back of your head going into that, uh, the transition like that, you might as well go into the, the leg lock and risk the wraparound happening like that. Right. Yeah. And so like, as a goalie, like if you catch your edge like that, like you, you know, like he knows he messed up yeah. and the last thing he wants to do is do that again. So like, mm -hmm. you know, for me, if a goalie, got, if one of my guys, or if I did that when I played, it would be like the next practice or pregame skate, I'd be hammering home that motion again and again. But for him, if he's just like, you know what, it's not, it's not worth it. I'm just going to do the VH. There's, there's nothing wrong with the VH guys just don't use it, especially in the blocker mm -hmm. side. Cause it's hard to move out of, Yeah, but it's still a good save selection <laughs> in the similar situation. Exactly. Exactly. I think we hammered this one pretty good. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the the next clip we have here. This is a Matt Murray goal. Uh, I think this was the Leafs five four win over Ottawa, I believe. Um, but yeah, let's 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 take a look at uh, at at this one. So yeah, there's a few things here. So again, I'm gonna I can only give you my philosophy. Another, I'm sure there's a hundred hundred other goalie coaches say different things. For me, this puck isn't dangerous. So as soon as that puck gets below the goal line, it's it's not a shot threat. So I would much prefer to have my goalie hold his feet. Because as soon as you hold your feet, you can your options are basically unlimited. You can always go down, you can always hold, you go post to post, you can slide, you can you can enter the RVH if you want to. If this guy decides to cut up, you can still enter it. Now, when by by Murray committing early, that's just a position of comfort for him. He's confident in that position. Now he does what I call it. He goes fishing for it. So he oh. swings at the puck, which one for my, my rule is anything through the blue. That's the goalie's responsibility. Anything outside. It's just get, try to fill the, fill the, uh, fill the net, chase the middle. Don't worry about trying to poke it. But the problem here is not only does he swing, but you can look at his trail leg or his anchor leg. So his blocker leg, it comes below the goal line. And now he's oh. out of position. He has to swing that leg forward. He never, he's not able to get a good push off the blocker post because that leg is so far behind him. Tries to get up, isn't able to get a good recovery. Mm -hmm. And so everything kind of falls like there's a, you know, myself and, and like Derek Bougie and my goalie coach, we've always talked about how most goals go in as a result of what happens three to five seconds before the play. Mm -hmm. So like this goal goes in because he chose to enter that RVH a little too early. And then the execution of it didn't go well with the pass out. He swung shoulders out of the way and now it's a scramble. So it wasn't like the shot itself was the issue. It was mm -hmm. everything leading up to the shot caused him to be out of position and have him at a disadvantage where an NHL shooter is going to be able to find that every time. Exactly. And so you, you mentioned the swing or he was trying to reach on the puck there and trying to kind mm -hmm. of po poke and prevent the pass from coming out there. I think that is a, another pretty good thing for players to look at. I mean, when he's, when the plays behind the net and the goalie is trying to cover that extra couple inches, whatever um, of the pass coming out from behind the net there, just know if that pass comes out, that he's going to be out of position on that shot that happens there because you have to, when you're reaching like that, you're not in position. You're going to have to reach the arm back in or kind of make an awkward movement to get square to the puck there. So it's something that if you're able to get the pass through, it's going to be a much more advantageous shot, right? Yeah. And Murray, like he doesn't, he doesn't leave his post. 
but he starts to transition to he we call it like a soft seal or double seal basically it's when guys go like butterfly with skate on each post mm-hmm. and he does that a little too early because this puck is still kind of on the short side so there's no reason for him to already begin to transition mm-hmm. and you'll see that as that puck's released he's starting to kind of go into that soft seal which is probably why that foot comes back and it throws him out of position where right here he's actually in a good spot to block this pass with the yeah. heel of his stick if he didn't try to initially or immediately go into the soft seal it never would have pulled him back and away from being able to block that puck mm-hmm. so i i think that that actually might have been the real killer is his 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 over like excitement to enter the soft seal before that pass was even made or before that puck crossed the back or the middle of the net that's when you need to make that transition to the other side yeah and that is another little thing here when you're watching tim stutzla on this one um like just presenting the options and not tipping your hand of what Mm -hmm. you're doing here because you if you're faking kind of the wraparound on this play matt murray's gonna uh going to play it differently than if it was a pass in front obviously so not uh, with Matt Murray not being able to know or not having kind of not being forward thinking on this one and not knowing what Stutzla is doing. There's one of two plays that could happen here, the wrap or the pass in front. And by him not knowing he picks the wrong play and puts himself in the wrong position. And as a result, it makes the chance from, I think it was Brady Kachuk on this one, a lot more dangerous. Yeah. And that's all it is. Like a lot of these goals that go in are just, are mistakes that goalies make and that's mm-hmm. the hard part about being a goalie is it's something yeah. as simple as entering you know the rvh a second too early or making mm-hmm. the, the wrong anticipation and you get beat and i know like you know obviously it's the nhl and, and you know i'm from hamilton like i i, I know the leafs nation is <laughs> everyone's pretty hard on on goalies but it's it's so it's these minor minor things that end up causing goals and to be like perfect every no there's no goalie that's perfect every single night even guys that get shutouts have like misreads and those pucks just mm-hmm. go wide or the pucks hit the post so like it's so hard it's so tricky so i i love I, I always cut a lot of the, my basically most of my goalies some slack unless it's like a really really bad goal just because like there are so many things that he could have done better here and he, you yeah. know he could have just got lucky it could have hit his shoulder could have hit the crossbar and then no one we wouldn't be watching this clip but here we exactly. are exactly exactly I, I actually do remember uh, in minor hockey, I got a shutout and my dad made me go to another skate afterwards. He's like, you played awful in that game. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Hockey, hockey dads, man. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next one. It's another Matt Murray one. Uh, pass goes from behind the net. Uh, I think the Leafs lost this one 4-3. William Nylander made it close, but they didn't pull it out. Uh, let's uh, Let's take a look deeper into this one. Okay, so shorthanded, we have a righty, and we have a we have two righties. Sorry, we have a lefty with the puck. We have a righty out front, and we have a righty back door. So that's not that's not terrible. I don't know why who that is on D, but I think that's a bad play by the D. You shouldn't force that guy. But I'm not a D coach, and then he gets beat in the far side. I don't. On first glance, I don't have a ton of issues with this. Again, like he's on his feet. He's on his feet. I think he loses a second because he transitions into RVH as the pass is coming out. Also, that pass ricochets off the D. 
to whoever that is. So that's why. So Alex if you look Tuck. at the angle, yeah. So when you look at the angle of the stick, he's trying to shovel it to this area. Mm-hmm. So Murray's in a good position for that initial shot. Now that puck ends up going off the defenseman directly okay. through Tuck. So now there's a subtle change of direction. Murray pushes. I would like to see this blocker come more forward rather than to the side. Yeah. But it happens so fast and it's a sudden change of direction. And it's a one timer from yo, Tucks are ready. So kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's that it's it's this little puck tip by the stick right there on the heel that changes it and it sets up Tuck perfectly because that initial pass was not going to Tuck. That initial pass was going to whoever the leaf defenseman is in front. Okay. Yeah, I think this was a, I can't remember which, which goal this was, but anyways, I think that was Mitch Marner on that play there. So not even a, a defenseman. So bit of a, just an unlucky play. That's exactly, that that's hockey. And like, <laughs> and then someone's like, someone's gonna be like, oh, why is it in the RVH? Because that was actually, the RVH was the right choice because the mm-hmm. puck was going inside the crease. Um, so it's like, we have to watch these back and you have to watch it with like a, like a trained eye to really like, be like, okay, like, yes, these are okay. And you can see like, I don't think other than, which other actually, I think for the most part, almost all of these, the 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 choices that the goalies have made have been the correct one. Other than mm-hmm. the last one, where I would have preferred Murray hold his feet just because the puck was pretty far outside of the the like shot area. Exactly, exactly. So pretty quick on this one. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the. So this was an interesting one here. I was I was really curious. Is this the right selection? Is this like what could the goalie have done better on this one? I, I I'm. A little bit torn. This is a Kamloops first goal from the first game of the Memorial Cup this year. Okay, so a couple of first things. So I I, I think the RVH post to post here is fine. So for me, I don't like my guys going paddle down unless that puck is kind of within a three-quarter stick length area mm-hmm. or that puck is directly behind the net. I'd rather this blocker be on top of the pad, shoulders a little higher on the post. But that's not the real issue. He steps up off angle. So he ends up recovering as if the puck was here, mm. not if the puck's here, then that puck is released. And you can see, so my line's moved, but you can see that he's just completely off angle. Uh, okay. So just didn't follow. So, okay. So paddle down. So if we go, if we rewind a little bit, I guess that's another thing to kind of take a look at is the goalie. Uh, if, if you're bringing the puck into the corner there, if the goalie has his paddle down like that, you can kind of take advantage um, off a pass that uh, that comes out front there. And yeah. even off of the, the pass reception, when the goalie isn't on his feet making that play from the post and they're in the RVH, if you're able to get some movement on that shot, like a curl and drag, a, a nice curl and drag on that one, you're really going to be able to set the goalie off of his angle on that. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is too, is so with that paddle down, that actually causes a lot of short side goals when players attack and from up high, the goal, like for, if a player is attacking, kind of entering that golden triangle area, you're just getting double coverage. Your blocker mm-hmm. is just covering your pad and that's your pads there for a reason. But when you do that, it pulls your shoulder down. So now you're exposing the short side. And so unless you're like Ben Bishop, like six, seven, you're still, you're going to give up too much of that uh, high area here. Mm-hmm. The paddle down isn't ideal, but it's not the worst thing. He's just protecting that pass option. Yeah. Now the recovery, he cuts it short, 
causing him to give up that far side and he's not able to extend that leg because he is on angle to the dot where Mm. that puck is released from here so there's a Mm. what that what the shooter sees and what this puck sees is a whole lot of glove side whereas he probably thinks he's slightly on angle and he's he's way off so it's it's more of the recovery that was the issue there than anything else all right, let's get into our last clip here, getting away from the RVH, going into the VH or leg lock here. I want to break down this clip. It was the Austin Matthews goal, uh, second goal uh, against the Bruins. Nylander makes a terrific play here. Uh, Jamie, what are you seeing on this play? So I like this. I don't think there's anything wrong with this. It looks like he ends up catching his heel of his glove leg across. So really that VH transition something goes wrong. So he, this heel gets caught outside the post. Mm -hmm. I, when you do a VH, ideally you don't have this, the vertical foot outside the post, you have it flush to the post. So actually Mm -hmm. like the, the sidebar of the pad will wrap around neatly to the post. That way it allows you to be able to push to the far side Mm -hmm. without the risk of getting caught on the post. So it's similar to that Samsonov play um, where he was in the overlap and his heel got caught and he catches his edge and falls. This is just a similar situation. So Allmark catches his foot. You can see that because he gets caught, it then pulls his weight backwards. So as he's now falling backwards, he's never able to regain control. So that pass comes forward. Easy goal for Matthews because mm-hmm. Allmark's still trying to regain balance and regain positioning from getting caught. And so that's all it is. It's just a subtle thing of him just being outside the post, anticipating Nylander is going to try to roof it. And instead he ends up having a transition, gets caught, isn't able to recover Mm -hmm. and gets beat. And that's all it is. So like, yeah. So like when I, when I try to teach guys VH, I say, get that foot flush. So it's basically your skate is parallel with the post. Your pad's going to be just outside of it. That way you don't risk getting caught as soon as you push to the far side. Yeah. And from like a a player perspective here, what I really liked from Nylander, if you back it up just a hair here, when he's coming, he comes in with speed and he presents shot to Allmark and he gives it a lean forward. And once you see him lean forward like that, we see Allmark drop into the VH, kind Mm -hmm. of like a, like a, oh shit, he's going to shoot that puck. And then yeah. instead of shooting it, Nylander kind of plays the option there, goes for the wrap. The wrap's not even really there. He knows Austin Matthews is there and taps it home there. Just kind of, again, comes in with speed, like gives him a little fake on one, on gives him a little bit of a fake to freeze him, results in Olmark not being able to get across cleanly, and then a wide open net for Matthews there. So... Yeah, just, that's a good play by by Nylander because he's a righty. So a righty's mm-hmm. only going to have short side. And Allmark yeah. takes that away. He's not score like Nylander's not going to score from there. So exactly. what so what are the options? You the way that I when I do breakdowns for for players or, or do scouting reports, if you get in this tight as a player, your options are can I hold onto the puck and create a good play? Or in my mind, it's can I create havoc? Can I get the goalie out of position? So could he throw a pop off that blocker pad? Yes, but as a righty, probably not. It's a tough angle. If he's a lefty, much easier. Yeah. Now, in order for Nylander, decides that, hey, I'm going to hold on to it, create options. He then sees Matthews, makes a good play. Now, Nylander could have peeled up and stepped. He Now he just he buys time. So essentially, 
He comes in from here. And like being a, when I look at it from the goalie's point of view, goaltending is just a series of inputs and outputs. Mm -hmm. So right now we have one input. What are the possible outputs? We have shot, wrap around, stop, et cetera, et cetera. Nylander gets to a point. So what now? He's now has eliminated a bunch of outputs and created new ones. Now he's come here. He definitely lost the shot out, output or sorry, input. Now he's created new outputs of holding the puck, holding the puck. And so as a goalie, we have to be able, like our brains have to be able to basically calculate and understand what is available like at a really fast pace. And essentially you get that during just lots of training and that's kind of your goalie IQ and experience. But I think Nylander does a really good job mm -hmm. and he get takes advantage of uh, a fortunate uh, transition by Allmark. And it, yeah, he just gets burnt. Results in the, the game winning goal on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, so this was our last clip. Uh, Jamie, cannot thank you enough for all of these breakdowns. Uh, the breakdowns that Jamie was referring to throughout the episode on his Instagram, check him out on Instagram. He puts out some great content. Jamie, what's your handle? Yeah, it's just at, it's just at Jamie Phillips 30. Um, I think if you search Jamie Phillips, it hopefully would pop up. Sure. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's just my, me and a helmet as my Instagram or icon, but yeah, Jamie Phillips 30, that's the Instagram. And uh, if you're TikTok curious too. about anything, just, yeah, just shoot me a DM. And I always love to answer this, answer any questions. Awesome. Awesome. And check out the uh, goalie science. It's a great podcast too. Can't recommend it enough. Jamie, thanks so much again. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on.